Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them, with your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about bad movies and the people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. And today we have Andy Sell. Welcome. Hi, hey, Andy. Thank you. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm great, actually. I just, I just, I just watched a great movie, so oh, really? I'm awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because so I just great. watched a uh, a bad movie. That's. I watched a bad movie definitely, a few months ago. You guys, it definitely must not have been the same movie. <laughs> what? Uh, all right, let's say it at the same time. Let's see. Okay. One, two, three. Halloween, Halloween three. three. Season of the season Witch. Of it's the so witch. good. Mm. <laughs> I am on Andy's side here. Carry on. <laughs> I'm, I'm Adam Todd Brown, by the way. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi. I appreciate what they were trying to do with this mm-hmm. film, uh, because in case anyone listening hasn't seen the movie, it's the only film in the series that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. Um, and that was actually the original idea, which similarly was the original idea for Friday the 13th as well, was to have... Halloween just be sort of an anthology series of films where each film was going to be a different movie that just happened to take place in Halloween. Right, and I believe this is the request of John Carpenter. Right, that was John Carpenter's he idea. This. Yeah. Um, and he's a producer on this movie. Mm-hmm. He stuck his uh, leading man from the fog in this film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who yeah. is uh, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. The crazily That's, old Tom Atkins. That leading man, he is something else. God, I love him. What? He love looks him. like a thumb. I wanna, what a pussy magnet that guy is. He, right? I want to I wanna get right into this. He's 47 <laughs> when this movie was made. He's 47 no years old. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, the That's lead great. actress, can you guess how old she was? 11 22 <laughs> close 23 yeah. yeah yeah there's a scene where they have sex and there are two scenes where it's they have not sex. earned it's the second time <laughs> yeah but also the first time he goes how old are you it's like <laughs> you already fucked it, <laughs> it's too it, late to be asking that question and she just says i'm older than i look it's like that could mean yeah. she's 14 pal yeah, yeah. you should pull he, some id he has the same arc in the fog where he picks up jamie, <laughs> lee, picks curtis, up jamie lee curtis who is yeah. clearly a teenager yeah <laughs> nice here's the thing about that and why i don't think it's necessarily that problematic that he's having sex with this uh, ellie grimbridge character is also because my theory is that he has had sex with his character in the in the universe of Halloween three, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Chalice has had sex <laughs> with every woman he knows. I uh, agree. He definitely has had sex with the the, the, coroner. the coroner. Oh yeah. He definitely has had sex with his ex wife. Obviously, Nancy right, Loomis. Right for sure. And then I'm pretty sure he had sex with that nurse. Yeah, which and she is old. She's so, very old. Yeah. So it's like I don't. He's look. He's going under his his age right. limit, but he's also going over it. He's so an, he's an equal opportunity crusher of ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, that I mean, what upsets me is the <laughs> fact that they will have sex with him back, right. and but they're all really into look, it. He's but he's that's the thing is he's so chill. You know, like he's not. Yeah. He's not super aggressive about it. He's not negging. He's not playing any pickup artist games with them. He's also wanna, the most unremarkable man yes. I <laughs> believe I have ever seen. Wanna, yeah, and that makes them feel safe. That's the thing, is he's mediocre, so they don't feel threatened by him. I wanna I mean he has the raw sexuality of a body pillow. Yeah. <laughs> like, body pillows are great. They are, I like those a lot. Yeah. 
I want to I want to take us through the journey of this sure. this what's her name Ellie of she first sees him um, when she's mourning her father's death he's a doctor at a, <laughs> her father's her, brutal her death father, brutal death yeah, her father whose death came in the form of having his ocular sockets penetrated and then his the bridge of his nose snaps right snapped. right Ouch. by spoilers a robot. Um, yeah, a robot assassin who then sets himself ablaze. Yeah. All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. But I, I just want to take us through. Just want to take us through. This is the early. opening part yeah. of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I I, I want to go back to because I actually like the first fifteen minutes. I think. Oh, it's great. I think it's it shows a lot of potential. But she asks the nurse where she can find that doctor, and they tell her, "Oh, he's at the bar, the Buccaneer in Sierra Madre." By the way, oh, it's okay. a great bar. So it's during the day, he's in a bar alone, drinking alone, and she comes in and is like, you know, I want to find out what happened to my father. So she takes a road trip with him, (laughs) this stranger, who she found drinking during the day at a bar. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, so we should go investigate. And he's like, no, let's let's hang out for a while. I want a drink. And then they fuck. Yeah. Immediately. She's clearly going through some sort of crisis. And then he goes out and drinks with a hobo. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's day two and they fuck again. Yeah. And they never zero investigation. (laughs) (laughs) Look, that's what happens when you go on a road trip with someone you have great chemistry with. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Spend a lot of time in bed. Yeah. It it just it it boils off the screen. (laughs) Just a bubbling and a spurting. Uh can we talk about the masks for a second? Because I feel like those masks were going to kill thousands of kids, even if there wasn't a chip from Stonehenge. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they sold them, so I think there's like yeah. historical documents that really? can prove they, or disprove this theory. Because they just look like one big solid piece of rubber with no breathe holes <laughs> or anything. <laughs> I loved those masks. It's when a I death trap. I really wanted one. I also, uh, they're pretty sweet. They oh. remind me of the lunch pails that McDonald's sold. Yes! Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, look, this is a movie from a time when Halloween meant something in this country, okay? <laughs> Dan O'Hurley's character, The Cochran, War on Halloween. ...is the hero of this story. He's, yeah, he's... I'm look, sorry, he's, which character? Uh, Dan O'Hurley's character, Connell Cochran. He's yeah, the hero do you, do you, the you mean the wizard who uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, uses yeah, Stonehenge yeah, to the, turn children into bugs yeah, with the they, help of his robot did we army? Did find out how yeah. they stole yeah. that piece from Look, Stonehenge? No. <laughs> Druid wizard Elon Musk is, because uh, that's essentially his character, yeah. is eccentric billionaire who's into Druid pagan witchcraft shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's the Elon Musk of novelty practice. Yes, yeah, that's the other thing. He, de- he made his fortune by, not by... Building space travel stuff or cars or computers. Sticky toilet paper. Halloween masks and sticky toilet paper and hand buzzers. They actually, they say that to the lead character at one point. They go, you know he invented sticky toilet paper. And the guy's like, whoa, really? (laughs) This guy's got some credentials. No way. That just plucks the shit right out of my asshole. Yeah. What I mean, I don't understand why you are having a hard time swallowing any of this. (laughs) I did like that direction, though. I do. I wish Halloween would have carried on with that. Just yes. doing just different crazy things. That would have been more interesting than the sequels we got. Yeah. yeah. And I understand that idea, but it was already two films in. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> and the so problem. It's that, very yeah. weird for them to be like, for the third film, let's completely change what this is. Yeah, let's course correct. That yeah. was the problem. That's why it didn't. I mean, 
if you watch an interview with Tommy Lee Wallace, he even says, he's like, we look, we dropped the ball. Like we didn't have the advertising. I mean, the thing is you do something like that now, you can get the advertising behind it. You could get, you know, you could do something viral to make it interesting to get people into the theater. But at that time, you know, for a horror movie like that, during the slasher boom, yeah. the only way you're gonna it's word of mouth and it's TV, and they didn't do anything with their with their PNA to like let people know, hey, this is a different thing, and we're doing something fun here, so get on board. It just was like, ah, it's Halloween three. Mm. Yeah, Come see it. They're and doing then, a reboot. Yeah, and yeah. people saw it, and it wasn't what they wanted, and. Yeah, same thing as uh, Friday the 13th Part 5. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Where the fuck is Jason? But that at least Mm. had a guy in a hockey mask. (laughs) Right, yeah, that's true. Um, Besides that fact, the anthology fact, I'd like to know why else you like this movie. Well, uh, (laughs) I am curious. Sorry. It's no, you're fine. Andy, Uh, you go first. Well, I I think Tom Atkins uh, is, I think... He's a lot of why I love the movie because I think I love Tom Atkins. I think he's great. He's got this attitude towards acting that's just like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to have some fun. You know, Uh, if you want me to be a lead, that's great. Nobody asked me to be a lead. This is going to be I'm going to do I'm going to have a good time doing it. Mm. I agree. He definitely doesn't seem like a lead. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's why I like it. Yeah. He's, He's a 47 year old man who looks like, okay, I think he's handsome. I think he's an attractive man, but I also will say he's not Ryan Gosling. You know, he's no, he's, not, he's a guy that would not get a leading role today. He's, exactly. he's handsome for that era. Exa- yeah. Like he's, he's got the mustache. He's got the members he's, only jacket. He's at a all real, time. he's a real throwback. Where yeah. you're like, oh yeah. It, we it used looks to like put, his name should be Michael 80s. I'm going right. to, it's like, oh, that's <laughs> that we used to put guys like him in movies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say, Every male in this movie is hideous. <laughs> um, all the robots, they all look like they could be members of uh, Huey Lewis in the news. The robot that pulls the guy's head off looks like Peter Cetera. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I love it that so much. That is, by the way, Dick Warlock. Oh, who, shit. Who was Michael Myers in Halloween 2. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. He's, he's also R- Kurt Russell's, uh, Kurt Russell's stunt, stunt double. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, and he's also named Dick Warlock. Mm. Yeah, that, which is a fucking badass Greatest name, name ever. Um, Especially if you look like Peter Cetera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did it all for the glory of <laughs> Halloween. I have another quick question. Is this a horror movie? I don't think so. So it's hard to say. Uh, <laughs> it's So it was written by um, Nigel Neal, actually, who uh, wrote the Quater. He created the Quatermass series for the BBC. Uh, which this, I mean, this movie kind of has Nigel Neal stamped all over it. It's about witchcraft and cults and, but also like with a technology component and like a science angle to it, uh, which is very much what Nigel Neal was writing in the fifties. And he came out to Hollywood, uh, because he was working on a creature from the black lagoon remake for John Landis, which never happened. Mm. Uh, of course, if you hang out with John Landis, you're going to meet Joe Dante, so then Joe Dante met him at the time. I guess Joe Dante was being kind of tapped to direct Halloween 3. And uh, him and John Carpenter had Nigel Neal write this screenplay. Uh, I think it's science fiction more than horror. I think there's like a horror component to it uh, for as malleable as a, as the genre can be. But it's it's more a science fiction or... Um, yeah, it's like a yeah. It's, it's almost like a psychological thriller. It, it's just there's some uh, there is some <laughs> gore to it. Also, it yeah. is a profoundly silly movie. I think and so to speak. I would also say like, that there are horror beats, like they're jump yeah, scary yeah, horror beats, um, yeah. horror yeah. chords. 
Um, but there's nothing scary about like what is essentially a ska band going after them. Like <laughs> there's nothing. These guys in suits, they keep trying to like. Okay, the, it felt Dickie like Barrett chasing. Yeah, you it, it, they kept they kept having these like sound cues that was like, wait, am I supposed to be scared of these guys? Because the movie seems to want me to be. Um, yeah, I think I, I think that doesn't work as much now, maybe as it did then. It's there's kind of this like sort of you know, political intrigue, paranoia thing to it that doesn't really work. It's not Parallax View. It's not Rosemary's Baby. You know, they're like, it reaches for these kind of fears and this these kind of horror elements that it never really quite gets a han- handle on. But that's another reason why I like it. <laughs> Is that like, you like it because it doesn't it, succeed at yeah, the thing it's trying to do? I like it because it like tries and you can see it trying and you know where its heart is. But <laughs> I, I do have a soft spot when a movie tries. <laughs> you do. I do. You do. I do like because I feel like movies don't try as yeah. much anymore. I believe that was the entirety of your um, defense for Jaws: The Revenge, right? <laughs> so, it tries. Oh. It tries. <laughs> it really tries. Um, and I will give this movie credit for again its first fifteen minutes, where there's the man at the gas station and he goes I love to the, the hospital. Man at the gas station. Yeah. yeah. The, the the gas station attendant character. He's such a great character. Oh yeah. Yeah. What a put upon man. Yeah. yeah. Well, his whole thing about like, I was always taught to help people if they need help. And then unless there's trouble, there's not going to be any trouble. And he's like very worried <laughs> uh-huh. that he's going to get in trouble. Yeah. And that like, I think speaks to the political anxieties at the time, you know, and or now or I now. Tell yeah. if that was the actor like improving just to make his mark on the scene or. I mean, right. he really makes his in. mark. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and then cutting back to him as he's like walking out yeah. the back to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to make come away with I want them to come away with, man, that, that gas station attendant was really something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really stole the show. It's almost like they cut to that footage of his exit just for coverage because maybe the guy in the. Ellie's dad, the guy with the mask who's screaming, they're going to kill us all. Maybe his performance didn't quite Maybe. <laughs> get there. So they're like, so well, let's, cut let's, back to the gas station guy. Let's cut to the gas station guy vamping his way out the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that had me. And then the guy saying they're going to kill us all with the Halloween mask, he was like, what the fuck is this? And then they have the goddamn commercial. The yeah, commercial that, is um, so great. Mm-hmm. Is it? I love that. I love the commercial. That's one of my favorite things. I it's certainly something it, I'll never it. forget. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's the whole point. Well, they just take the London Bridges song because it's public domain yeah. And, yeah. Then, yeah. and then put some weird synthesized harmonica under it. It sounds creepy as all get out. Yeah. It's maddening. <laughs> it's supposed to be. And yeah. I know it's, it's supposed a, to know make it, spiders well, crawl out of your eyes. I, I know it's supposed to be, so it succeeds in that sense. It also hits that, it hits upon, I don't have kids, but like I have a lot of friends who do. And it hits upon that idea that, like, you know, kids' entertainment is annoying as fuck. Like, and that you, and that, like, a kid likes a show that has, like, an annoying theme song. It gets, yeah, it's an earworm. It gets stuck in your head. And not in, like, an infectious fun way, but in a, God damn it, I'm going to kill somebody if right. I hear this one and more time. In a sort of cancerous infection way. Yeah. And right. I think it hits upon that. And it also kind of, like, Right. Well, you creates just, its own viral sort of. Yeah, like, like yeah, Adam just, said, if there was ever a song that was going to make your face explode with centipedes, it would yeah. probably be <laughs> this one. That yeah. I, I feel like it builds tension really well too, because there's the countdown aspect. Yeah, to it, uh, the where countdown. You're like, you know, this is building. The up countdown to is great. I yeah. was looking at what that comes out of that kid, and it's mostly crickets and snakes and a few frogs. 
he vomits a terrarium. Like that's it. It's just <laughs> everything that you would put if you had like pet reptiles. That's that would scare me. Like they clearly went look. to they went to a pet store. They're like, what what's the creepiest things you have? And they're like, well, we have this, these crickets and this frog and these snakes. <laughs> well, that's and that, like, great. We're that's gonna that put them in rhyme. this dummy head. Boys are made of right snakes and snails and poppy dog tails or whatever. And mm. Girls are made. Like if it was yeah. a girl, her head would have exploded into sugar and sugar spice and everything nice. Yeah, like it but been. it still would have been creepy, right? <laughs> Especially when that sugar started caramelizing, and it, like it would have looked. You good. definitely never want children to burst into confection. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> that's that's one of the one of the bold things about this movie. It's not afraid to kill that a, it kill a kid or thousands. Children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and the, because it is implied at the end that at least some of those kids got it. I mean, the main character. Goes to a gas station, calls television, <laughs> just calls television, the president, and, the and, and, and TV, says, "Hey, yeah. you got to stop running this commercial." And they're like, "Okay," and they do it for two of the three channels, and the <laughs> last channel that. doesn't. I love that. And then he's it's like, so "No." <laughs> and then the movie. Why, why ends. didn't all three of them do it? I want to cut. Why to, did any of them I do want, it? I want an insert <laughs> of like. Uh, Bill Murray's character from Scrooge, Frank Cross, answering the phone, <laughs> and he's running that last network and yeah. being like, "No, I'm not going to do it. The ratings are higher than they've ever been. Why would I turn this off now? You know?" And then just hang up on him. Yeah. <laughs> and then you lose that whole demographic. Yeah. <laughs> Can Was I? it worth it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because it yeah. reminds us. Look, it. The whole point is fulfilled. We all get what Halloween is now, you know? Yeah, we get it. We're, it's back. Look, we're making Halloween great again. The age of <laughs> magic is back. Thank you, Connell Cochran. <laughs> the first person, by the way, that you see killed with the masks is... Uh, that shitty kid, right? Uh, oh, Marge, no, no, it's Marge Gutman. Marge Gutman. Right, uh, because she's... Who's actually played by Tom Atkins' wife. That's, oh. That was Tom Atkins' oh, wow. wife at the time. So, yeah, he fucked everyone in this movie. <laughs> Uh, mm. and what she did zapped. she think about all this? <laughs> Was she refused to wear the prosthetic makeup thing? Mm. So they had to use a body double. So maybe she wasn't so into it. But that effect is so creepy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's good. pretty gnarly. Why is she the only person who noticed the chip in the mask? Because she right says there. it's right there. It's it's <laughs> on the thing. It's been sold everywhere, and it like just fell off of hers. So it must have done that on other masks. No, this is the first Look, it was defective the, mask they it, issued. Okay. It was the Reagan era. It was a time of rolling back on regulations. <laughs> Nobody really, people weren't paying attention to stuff like that except for these small business owners. Yeah, they were like throwing, throwing, throwing radium back into kids' breakfast cereals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens when the small businessman tries to, sorry, business person, tries to hold big Halloween novelty accountable? <laughs> It gets it big gets mask. zapped in the face with a fucking big laser. Mask. Big and, mask. Yeah, when it gets when it, yeah when big mask gets <laughs> confronted by this small business person, and that's the problem with capitalism. Mm -hmm. That's what this movie's about. It turns I do wanna, people into scorpions. I want to talk about this company because it's a small factory. They're making the masks by hand, and yet it's everywhere. That it's happens, all over the nation. That happens to be within driving distance of our main characters. Yeah, and yeah, apparently the people who like sell the masks have to drive to the factory to get the masks yeah um, did he like win like well, a Willy Wonka prize <laughs> to like tour the mask factory I, the the woman uh, they were back there one of the the woman was back there because she had a complaint about right the shipment her child right was and the woman who got the laser <laughs> to the mouth that's her she said at one yeah. point that she had she doesn't like 
ordering by mail. Oh, okay. So she did imply yeah. and that because I know the father who also. dies also went to the factory. Yeah, and that was yeah. they said that in a line boxes. of dialogue. They were like, he always oversees uh, the shipments or something like. There was something where it's right. like he's he takes an interest in this. Uh, part of the process because they do make it very clear that these masks are a nationwide sensation but the family is there just because <laughs> he's the top salesman it's just right yeah 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 it I feels w- like they don't understand how like <laughs> the mask works. industry works i'll give you this i don't this know that they even understand how a lot of things work it, for example <laughs> trick-or-treating there's a montage at the end where they're trying to demonstrate how widespread these masks are and they're cutting to like all these different neighborhoods. Dayton, Ohio. And then they cut to LA and it's just kids walking through the mountains. Yeah. It's like the candy's yeah. down there. Right. I would also, and then Phoenix, the same thing. It's like, yeah. where are these kids well, fucking that Phoenix trick shot, or treating in the mountains? That Phoenix shot, I'm pretty sure, is the same hill it looks like that LA, the LA yeah. scene was shot on. And they just wait it's until the probably sun went all down LA. Like, I would no, argue, it's all definitely LA, yeah, for yeah. sure. I would argue the film doesn't understand time zones either because they're all trick or treating <laughs> at the same time everywhere. All over yeah. That is a good point. Yeah. yeah, and it's dark in Phoenix. Yeah, it's dark in Phoenix. <laughs> so and it's like midnight. That's a time lapse thing that maybe they could have been clearer about. But like the the commercial <laughs> happens at the same time everywhere. That's the point, right? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> it. Look, it doesn't make sense. Simultaneous broadcast. There's a lot of problems. I'm not going to say this movie doesn't have problems. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to go back to uh, the first 15. Because <laughs> there are two things that stood out to me. The one, one part of the movie you like. Yeah, right. one, the guy crushes the guy's head, right? And then he wipes off his gloves oh, on God, the curtain. I love that detail. And he like oh, sits there doing it for a while. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess you don't want to get the gloves messy. Oh, no, nope, you lit yourself on fire. <laughs> lit himself on fire. <laughs> Look, he's a robot. He's, his programming isn't perfect. Mm. <laughs> he's a fastidious robot. Yeah. He couldn't have lit the match with... Slippery With gloves. Slippery he had to dry those eyeball off. juice hands. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wipe that shit off, man. Right. Shockingly, also, not a lot of blood for reaching in someone's eye cavities and splitting their skull. Yeah, in yeah half. like <laughs> really contained wound. It's like a little. He's like crying, like rough colored <laughs> yeah. tears. Like <laughs> yes. his face like a bowling ball. Oh, yeah. I love that. Kill. Twists it off. Yeah, it's because uh, I was like, what is he doing? And then just. <laughs> He's he's All trying right. to pick his head up like a six pack, but instead, <laughs> I have another question. The movie seems to have an okay budget, right? Could they not afford a fireman outfit? Oh God, the flappy! Yeah, he looked like he was thing on the. He looked helmet. like he was trick yeah. or treating. Too. That was really <laughs> weird because he's right next to people dressed like police officers, and it was like. And there's what just happened? one fire, and it's one fireman in a button-down black shirt with <laughs> well, just a shitty Halloween badge on and a ridiculous uh, hat fireman is, hat. That fireman hat is insane. Yeah, <laughs> that is possibly the craziest thing about the movie. Yeah, and it's like you just lit a car on fire. That must have cost something. Right. Like, <laughs> did you not? Like, Couldn't did you run out of? That was the problem. That, yeah. that was the problem. Oh yeah, we spent it all on the fire. We can't. Yeah. you know, we'll just we'll they just fireman outfits the fire. were in. The car, and the actual <laughs> piece of Stonehenge that they bought—that's where the money is. I like to think I will come up with really elaborate scenarios for my own reasoning to try and excuse uh, continuity problems in movies like this sure. uh, that I already love and want to defend. Um, it's confirmation bias for sure, but uh, I like to think that maybe he's just—I mean, we all we know about this town is that it's in Northern California. We don't know. Like what the population is, how big it is, what kind of, you know, civics they run. I think he's a volunteer firefighter. 
and wearing a plastic hat. Yeah, and that was like he. I think that like the, the he got called in the middle of the night, and they're like, "Well, our real fire department is off fighting a wildfire somewhere. We need our volunteer guys to come sure. out." And he's like, "Honey, where's my hat? Where's my helmet?" <laughs> where's and she's like, "I don't know. You wore it." Remember when you broke it at that party? And he's like, ah, fuck, the thing that says fire department came off. Make me something really quick. Do you have a piece of felt that that I can tape to this? It's a a stripper costume. (laughs) It's a a fireman stripper costume. Pretty much. Yeah, maybe he was just like a stripper... And they're like, like <laughs> close hurt, enough, hurt close his enough. Arm. Yeah. Like hurt his arm. It was just happened to be in the hospital at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought when they got to the town, I thought all of that stuff was really creepy and kind of well done. Yeah, I think so, too. Like it really? was. Really? Yeah. Like the just the like the Connell Cochran, like whenever they would say his name, he would just come by in this creepy ass black car. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he gets out and it's for a second. You're like, oh, that guy might be all right. He doesn't yeah. seem too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing nope. you know, no, God, he's the worst. What? Killing kids with Stonehenge chips. That's right. When that little lady... flakes of Stonehenge. <laughs> when that lady's killed by the chip um, in the hotel room, and then they wheel her out. Why do they make up a weird excuse about it? They they <laughs> they they wheel her out, right? And and our hero, I forget his name, Doctor Chalice, Mister yeah, fifteen year old. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> maniac um no he comes out and and the, they're like oh she'll be all right we're taking her to the factory and she's like covered like her fi- she's clearly a corpse <laughs> in a stretcher and they're taking her onto the van and they act like she's still alive they're like she had a little accident weekend we're gonna take her. her to the factory and it's like the factory's not a hospital why didn't he just say she had a heart attack like or like oh she fell and hit her head because and were they trying dead. to be inconspicuous yeah. by showing up with a big white van and a team of 22 people to carry right. her out and Look. and the, the owner of the factory like he doesn't <laughs> need to be there we've already discussed that there are some holes in in this operation like that they have some like they, their programming on their robots is a little off Right, yeah, uh, there's there's definitely well, some efficient like he needs some like efficiency consultants to come in <laughs> yeah. there. Well, the really robots streamline his, his evil plot. And the robots are filled with eggs for some reason. That's probably the problem. <laughs> the when he kills the out. robot, it vomits eggs. <laughs> he I like in that scene when they walk out and see them hauling her body out and the the two lead characters are kind of talking about it for a second. And they decide that they shouldn't do anything to get themselves noticed. Mm -hmm. And then they just start backing away in the most suspicious, (laughs) we're definitely up to something way possible. And I love that so much. I love all of this. I love that there's too many people on this medical team. They're all wearing lab coats for some reason. I love that he can't come up with something like well she had a heart attack he says no she'll be alive he's crazy he's a, he's a, he's <laughs> he wants to kill all of the world's children using stonehenge computer magic he's For not no going to be great at setting up conspiracies like he's going to have some that's a good point he's going to have some problems in that area and his his eccentricities and weirdness and addiction to playing some having a punchline and everything is going to get the better of him <laughs> that whole thing too where he's like 
the you sh- the Stonehenge reveal where he's like, you'll never believe how he got it out of here. Like that's the whole explanation he's yeah. going to give them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll never believe it. So I'm just not even going to tell well, you. You know, a magician never yeah. reveals the tricks. Of like, the can trade. you just run it by me, quick? <laughs> no, maybe I'll believe the it. The same reason you can't go in that back room and see the final processing. You know? Oh yeah, that's true. He's a he's a magician. He doesn't want to reveal things. Yeah. The thing that gets me, the one moment that I have a problem with Dan O'Hurley's performance is when, is after uh, he kills the Dick Warlock robot and uh, they come in, the two robots come in behind him, the one that looks, looks like a young William Atherton for some reason, yeah. uh, puts his hand, you know, they get him and he's like too exhausted from fighting this robot and too uh, disturbed by the reveal that these are robots right. that he can't fight anymore. Uh, Dr. Chalice and then uh, Cochran comes in with a mask and is just like oh with the head sorry the head of the uh, granny robot that he destroyed right, right. yeah he runs it, into a uh, knitting robot which why is yeah that I don't know there? yeah why does that exist but he addresses <laughs> because he's also a collector you know uh, so O'Hurley he yeah. addresses the robot the dead robot and is like a oh, sloppy you know <laughs> and then addresses the the head of this thing and is like, yeah, this was a priceless piece from Germany. You know, I'll never find a replacement. Right. And then like, there's a beat and then he goes, Oh, Dr. Chalice. Like he was there the whole fucking time. <laughs> he was putting on a little show. See, yeah. He's putting on a little show. He's crazy. That was an upsetting moment to me. Um, because it was the moment I realized that the, our main character, Dr. Chalice was going to have to get physical. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I don't want to watch this. I don't, don't, watch this. don't try that. this movie. Where he's like running on the rooftops. And oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a little ninja. He does a lot of sneaking I mean, the around. most impressive thing he does is with just a flick of his wrist on the first try, throws the mask and covers the that, security right. camera. Supposedly, that took 40 takes. I believe it. that mask yeah, up there. They couldn't have it. just faked it And somehow? the whole reason, I guess, Tommy Lee Wallace, the director, wanted to do it was because at one point he threw a mask up there and got it in the first try and then was like, okay, we're going to do this. And then as soon as they had the cameras rolling, it just wouldn't go up there. I disagree. That's I think, great. I think the most impressive physical feat that Tom Atkins performs in this film is running across an entire rooftop without stopping and smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> or stopping to get a beer. Like yeah. In most of the scenes in this movie, he's he either drinking, drinking or talking or about talking drinking. Or talking about drinking, yeah. <laughs> Which does, like, it does matter. Because at first I was like, why is this guy a massive alcoholic? Like, it doesn't play in until he calls his wife at the very end. <laughs> yes. He's like, throw away those Halloween masks. And she's just like, you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like, you give me drunk. this call like every other weekend yeah. where I've got to throw some object in the house away. Like, yeah. Throw away that lamp. His <laughs> wife is low key the worst character in this movie. She is such a mean spirited woman. <laughs> Well, it seems like I like to think that that's probably his fault. Right. Like, well, he probably yeah, I mean, he fucked the coroner. So that yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, for sure. And the nurse, <laughs> the coroner, Definitely. who just idly plays with the robot, probably parts. a babysitter. <laughs> definitely. Probably. Definitely. One of the kids teachers. Definitely <laughs> a babysitter. He's had sex with so many people that so many. And the whole time he's just like, look, honey. This is just who I am. Yeah. Right. It's um I just swim in it. You don't understand. Yeah, yeah. He's gotta share that with the world. You get into my <laughs> you get into my sex orbit. <laughs> also, I'm an alcoholic, I'm broken. <laughs> but I'm never gonna let that show. That That's was the whole thing. That was almost the alternate title of this movie, Halloween three sex orbit. Sex orbit. <laughs> oh man. I wanna see that spin off. Oh yeah. So they um just uh he throws the he throws the mask on the camera, he gets out. 
He finds the lady. And then they sneak past them by hiding behind a rack of masks and moving with it like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And nobody notices that the rack of masks is moving. Look, they all have work to that do. That clearly it's, have two people behind it. It's like, you ever work um, an event? Like, you get to, the, you get to like, T-minus half an hour before the event is supposed to yeah. start, and the production and ops teams are just nuts. Like, we've all got a million fires to put out. They're focusing on other things. They're not going to see that rack of masks. But okay. only one poorly dressed fireman. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, then, the car was already blown up by the Right, then like, anyway. what was he going to do? Yeah, yeah, what's a team of firefighters going to do? I didn't even bring do? the truck, Maybe man. he's like... <laughs> Honestly, I don't need to be here. I came for the coffee. Like, you guys have better coffee than the station's got. Yeah, that's weird. I, like, this movie... Then, I think this movie... I can't decide if this movie is ironic. I don't think it is. I think it kind of is. I think, they, I mean, it went through two rewrites. John Carpenter did a rewrite on it, and then Tommy Lee Wallace did another rewrite on it. And then eventually Nigel Neal ended up having his name taken off because he didn't like the violence, and he didn't like how goofy they made it. Mm. Apparently his original screenplay was very fucking dark. I uh, would be fascinated to see what that was. Yeah, yeah I really want to... If somebody's got that out there, <laughs> I would love to look at it. <laughs> yeah, the kills in this movie are all pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah. There's that nurse who takes a drill, or it's the coroner who takes the drill to the head, right? I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, I really like the way that, that scene is shot. I was about to say, I like the drill. Yeah. Because they, oh, sorry. No, just, the, it's, oh. it's like obscured behind those racks in the coroner's office and Yeah, it's not just that. It's that it's obscured and you see him and it's going, mm, and then there's the point where he yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like a great he clearly like broke through whatever yeah. he was drilling, and that was yeah. There's there's good things in this movie. It's just <laughs> a ridiculous movie. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a crazy story, but that's how magic works, you know. Like speaking mm-hmm. of how magic works, so he he drops the computer microchips on all the bad guys, and they die. I know what you're gonna say. Why didn't they go off in that box while he was holding? <laughs> Because they weren't in the sex orbit of the Stonehenge, <laughs> right? Like the circles, right. but that is what it—the the circle of TVs, yeah. But just like what happened there, the like, Halloween signal was setting the things off as they entered that circle of TVs. Yeah, the were... laser circle that that connected all the monitors. Oh, that actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was actually a pretty by... clever way to solve the problem for someone with that much Miller high life in their system. <laughs> like that was some sharp Well, that's thinking. really honestly well, the only when you get a champagne lot of, of beer. Yeah, you get you get a lot of you get a lot of high life in you. Basically your solution to every problem is <laughs> going to be grab a box of stuff and throw it. It's going to be throwing something. <laughs> yeah. Right, he didn't know that, did he? No, there's no fucking way he knew that was going to (laughs) work like that. Well, but hadn't they had already showed him them killing that family. They because remember, they killed the kid. He knew that that's yeah. And he Uh, knew that the the masks and that signal had something to do with it. Yeah. And he just from there used his doctor smarts. And pieced it all together. And then he remembered that one paper, that peer-reviewed study he'd read from, right. uh, from the Harvard uh, physicist about how sure. all of this works. Right. Yeah. yeah, he remembered from reading the script to this film <laughs> <laughs> that those masks would work that way. I love, too, that it like Connell Cochran gets fucking vaporized. He sure it's does. It's so yeah. great. I, I forgot to mention this. I will be, I will believe every part of this film 
before I believe that that man is a doctor. <laughs> There's no way. He no. does very <laughs> little doctoring. No, yeah. he get he almost takes a nap. none. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's so little that it almost he does. It's almost as if he doesn't do any at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he ta- he does a very little bit, takes a nap, and then the guy gets his face snapped. Yeah. In half. <laughs> yeah. He definitely didn't even need to be there. Yeah. For that. <laughs> well, especially considering his wife made it pretty clear he was hammered. <laughs> At the time he got called, because oh, yeah. she's like, oh, alcohol and doctoring. That's a mm. good mix. Well, that's why he took a nap. <laughs> yeah. It's going to sleep that shit off. They do that in Halloween, too, actually, as well. When uh, Dr. Mixter shows up, they're like, oh, he was at a Halloween party. He's drunk. <laughs> Give him some coffee. I was sure when he opened the refrigerator in his office, it was just going to be like the G-Thing video and just a refrigerator full of 40s. (laughs) That would have been amazing. Just all stocked with Miller High Life. Yeah, I, I, I can't stress enough that that he goes and gets, I believe, a 40 um, or some sort of bagged alcohol and goes out into like an alleyway and then just a, runs into a hobo who's like can i have some and he's just like yeah i don't yeah, see sure he's like my mouth's clean yeah yeah, yeah he says <laughs> the that alcohol will kill the, the germs i just we're here investigating uh this 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 woman's father's death but i'll just go buy a liter of alcohol after fucking the woman right and if you drink as much as a hobo like one swig of alcohol is not gonna do anything no. for you no mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. nothing he would have robbed that man for that bottle. <laughs> yeah. Like in real life, he would have put the mask on him and set off the beacon. <laughs> Snakes, electricity, the end. He's, I not, still- he's also not just a hobo. He is a resistance fighter who is going to burn down the factory. Yeah, he Mom says on details. camera that he's going to, in full yeah. sight of several surveillance cameras, Never- he says he's going to Molotov cocktail <laughs> The yeah. Silver Shamrock Factory. Just because they didn't hire him, too. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything <laughs> no, nothing, Yeah, it, he has no idea of their plot, it's, right? Look, right. yeah, it's also <laughs> about the closing of the industrial manufacturing base of the American economy. Like, this guy lost his job because this foreign millionaire came into California and didn't hire any locals. Right. He I brought mean, all those people from outside. With they, the one of the reasons, his child soul magic gobbledygook. This is a cautionary so tale about people, immigration. So yeah. many people voted for Trump because he promised to reopen the mask factories, <laughs> not realizing that with that would also come killing all of the world's children with Stonehenge magic. Right, right. and the mask industry has largely been taken over by automation. Yeah, exactly. These so. robots. <laughs> These yoke robots. See, yeah, it's a I'm, smarter it's a movie hard, than you're giving it credit. It's a for. harsh truth. You just can't so, get like those the mass hobo, factory The hobo is a resistance fighter who's gonna never really gets around to the resistance. Oh no, he gets his head pulled. He gets off. his head pulled just off sort by of, Peter Satara from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> announces he's gonna burn the place down and then just dies. So he just like he was ever like he says I'm gonna malt have cocktail. No, you're not. Yeah, you're well, not, you're not gonna waste alcohol like that. <laughs> he probably drank all the gas. Yeah, he kept yeah, yeah. every night. He just <laughs> kept drinking it. Well, they show him, yeah, going back to his uh, hobo lair and eating uh, bread with cheese whiz on it, and just and just mumbling about yeah, Halloween. Mumbling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell. so yeah, he certainly doesn't put the plan into action right away. No, no. it's like <laughs> well, he's on the parking wait. lot. Yeah, he's. Tabled it for you later. Look, you can't you can't burn down a factory on an empty stomach. You need no. that cheese whiz. Yeah. He's that guy that keeps talking about his screenplay that he's never actually started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Is no. Cheese Whiz even that cheap? No, it's not. Yeah, that doesn't seem like hobo food to me. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've, I, would, I just I've never had Cheese Whiz. It seemed like if you want to make a cheese sandwich and you're a hobo, that seems like a really. Well, I mean, it would be disgusting. Yeah, yeah it would be the world's worst sandwich. Yeah. Okay, real quick, what is Cheese Whiz for? It's like whipped cream and cheese. It's for crackers. <laughs> it's for crackers. Yeah. And is it good? No. I mean, I love it. I, I don't mind Cheese Whiz. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. It depends. <laughs> if you don't like Cheese Whiz, you're not going to like Halloween 3. It depends okay. on how much you like yellow salt-flavored frosting. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Okay. So quite a bit. But it comes so in bacon, probably, too. Yeah, I should probably give this a shot. It comes in bacon <laughs> bacon and cheddar, too. The bacon mm-hmm. flavor is a delight. It really is. I'm pretty I mean, sure like, that's real bacon in there. The, the, <laughs> it's liquefied bacon. Um, the cheese in Handy Snacks is pretty similar. Yeah. I love Handy Snacks. Okay, so yeah, whiz. you're on. Yeah. So you, oh, may, you, may, be, you yeah. may be on board the Cheese Whiz train. Oh, you're gonna this ruin it. me. You're going you're gonna to eat like a hobo, like yeah. a hobo king. Have a hobo, <laughs> hobo feast tonight. I like Another thing I like about Halloween 3 is how many... It it like puts in little tributes to previous horror films. Like the town of Santa Mira that it takes place in was the town in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The fact that a oh, ger- uh, that. the bug that comes Me out either. of the woman's mouth when it's black again that effect was one of the only it's effects that like really fucking bothered me when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, well, I hate bugs. Well, so well that, that, and that blown apart uh, mouth yeah. with the gums all melted. And it's like pretty, like that showing. was gnarly. Yeah. It's yeah. real eyes. gnarly. And yeah. The, yeah, the red eyes. The fact that she's not quite dead. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. like twitching. Yeah. The bug that comes out of her mouth there is a Jerusalem cricket, which is the first, th- this is this is why nobody likes talking to me. <laughs> uh, in the movie Dracula, people always associate vampires with bats and were- and wolves and shit. But the first two animals associated with Dracula in the movie Dracula from 31 are an armadillo and a Jerusalem cricket. Yeah. And the Jerusalem wow. cricket crawls out of a little bug-sized coffin. And I I personally see that, and I'm like, oh, eh, shout out to Todd Browning's Dracula. It would have been great Hold if on. an armadillo crawled out of her yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the fucking armadillo? An adorable real little armadillo. Wild. Hold on. What do you mean by a bug-sized coffin? So there's a coffin. <laughs> it's... It, it, I don't know if the implication here is that this Jerusalem cricket is also a vampire and has to live in a coffin, <laughs> but there's a coffin about the size of, it's like half the size of this iPhone, maybe. Okay. And the Jerusalem cricket crawls out of that coffin. It's got a lid it's, and everything. Who made the coffin? I, I mean, the production designer, I imagine, but I don't know... It's the set, like in the universe. It's, of... it's like goth Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's the it's it's it, it, that Jerusalem Cricket listens to Bauhaus. Oh shit! Yeah, it does. It's um, it's uh, so it's unclear to me if, and, and it also sounds like it is to you if it's a cricket vampire, like the vampire, yeah, the cricket itself is a vampire or if the cricket is just a form that a vampire s- has transformed into. Yes. And then just, but it likes that form so I'm much s- that it made that itself it, a little cricket it sized coffin. Sure. Coffin. Or if it's just a pet cricket that Dracula has that isn't a vampire at all, but is so committed to its friendship with Dracula that it's like, well, I'll do the coffin thing if it'll make him feel less self-conscious about it. Sure. <laughs> if, it's, if it's a cricket, I don't think it needs the coffin. Because, like, <laughs> like vampires sleep in coffins, right? Because that's just, like, what we put our dead in. Well, it's... Like, crickets don't have... The cricket world doesn't have co- uh, coffins, right? Like, 
<laughs> Not until no. the 1930s. They yeah, didn't. Yeah. yeah. No. So like I don't. I think I think it's either a pet cricket or a vampire that turned into a cricket. But I can't imagine that there's a cricket vampire world. That's that's outlandish. To I me. mean, I don't know. Okay. I really want to get to the bottom of this. Right, like like Benicula, but with crickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Duckula, even. Andy, you Should have me? you have a good babysitter story around Halloween three. Oh shit! You should tell people. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear this. Andy murdered a babysitter while. <laughs> oh good. Oh, okay. I turned uh, her into snakes. I, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 it's really funny story. I, uh, <laughs> I just put a snake in the room and it bit her leg and she died. Mm. <laughs> and like in Halloween three, um, no, I had a, I had a babysitter. I grew up watching horror movies. I was a, when I was a kid, I was allowed to watch movies that most other people my age were not allowed to watch. As a result, I'd seen Halloween 3 already when I was, I think that was six or seven. No, I would have been older than that. Eight, maybe? Anyway, we had a babysitter one night, and my parents were doing whatever, I don't know. I don't know why I'm, I'm like, I'm going down. This is why nobody your, likes talking Your parents are fucking, that's fine. My parents were fucking. Hanging out with Dr. My, Chalice. Talked and Dr. Chalice was there. The, Getting the, in that orbit. The inadequate fireman was there. My parents had to go up to a factory. Um... <laughs> So we had this babysitter, and I saw that Halloween 3 was playing on TV, and I was planning on watching it that night. And I said, okay, I'm going to watch Halloween 3. And my babysitter did not understand that my mom let me watch horror movies. So she didn't know that I'd already seen this. She was like, well, you can't watch Halloween 3. You're not, you're not old enough. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I can. I've seen it before. And she asked me to explain the plot to her. She was like, okay, if you've seen it before, <laughs> what is it about? What happens in it? And I told her the story of Halloween 3. I said, well, it's this, you know, these masks that you put on and there's a signal on the TV and it makes uh, bugs come out of your mouth and it kills you. And uh, it's all led by this guy who's a piece of Stonehenge and there's a cult and there's computers and snakes. And she, you know, you say that to someone as a kid, it sounds like a kid making up some (laughs) bullshit. Mm -hmm. So she did not buy word one of it. She was like, no, Halloween is about Michael Myers. (laughs) You've not seen this movie. And I wasn't allowed to watch the movie. And the entire time I was insisting, like a crazy person, like, no, I've seen it. That's what it's about. <laughs> Can What's we get her on the you? phone? Yeah. I really hope she, like, <laughs> you, you, like, I hope, like, a year or two later she watched it. And was like, Son <laughs> was of like, a bitch. Fuck. was right. I, that kid. I hope she's listening to this. Mm. I hope she is, too. And feels terrible. <laughs> But I agree. I hope this. she, yeah, like I get a letter from her that's one of those like right. make the step, what is it, step eight or whatever, step the five. making the is it step yeah, five? I don't know. I, I do. Know. I agree. This movie is like something a child would make up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, also, it, it's yeah, because it's like, but like kind of a piece of shit kid. Because it's like <laughs> the plotting is like really insane and like has like child logic to it. But then they really spend a lot of time on the violence. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they really lean into this relationship between these two characters. That yeah. Ultimately doesn't matter. Yeah. We haven't mentioned this yet. She's a fucking robot. Yeah. Yeah. Is she a robot the whole time? Or I, does she get swapped I, out? No, by I a robot? think she was swapped out. She was swapped out. At the, See, for yeah. her sake, I hope she was a robot the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would make it all better. Um, I mean, but if, yeah, I'm if she, sure she was, was a robot guy. the whole time and he was just fucking that robot unaware, mm-hmm. that's an impressive a twist to that company. Yeah, yeah. 
I didn't know they uh, like the leap from they're about wait, to expand novelty some... mass to <laughs> <Hold> functioning <laughs> sex robots. Hold on, hold some on. exciting new markets for them. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Sorry, that's why they had to kill the kids. Sorry. Yeah, gonna see way too much fucking if they live through what happens next. It just occurred to me. It just clicked in my head. This company makes robots. Like it sure does, but they're not marketing them. <laughs> yes, they are they're not. Yeah, they're, it's just for personal he use. Just makes it dumbass grandma robot and then <laughs> robots. They make robots and then an army of boss tones protect the secrets about their mask empire. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, couldn't the robots have just gone out and killed the kids? Yeah, that'd be. You think? I, yeah. <laughs> nah. Because <laughs> then it's not magic. Yeah, that's a good point. You're just using. You're just then like, you didn't even need to kidnap. You're piece just of using technology, and what's the point of having this technology if you can't throw a little magic in with it? Exactly. You know, that's a good point. It's Halloween. It's not friggin' robot day. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't know that. <laughs> so, I don't think I've convinced you guys. No, I think. <laughs> I think the movie is. It's just a mess. Like there's there's parts of it that are really effective, like that one scene we keep coming back to with the lady melting and bugs. It's like that's oh, yeah. wild. And then all the robot kills and stuff are really gruesome. But then the rest of the movie is this really kind of playful tone to it. So it's like I don't know what's supposed to be happening as yeah. far as like what – I don't think anyone had a clear vision. And the fact that it went through like two rewrites – speaks to that too mm -hmm. i think where it's just like okay we we sort of lost uh a hold on what our a singular vision for this film <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it it definitely kind of goes all over the place uh yeah tonally and i like i mean that's again it's weird because i'll criticize that in some films mm -hmm. obviously but then in other films I'll, that's part of a, the, what i like about it um but i think that it it kind of is mirrored in O'Hurley's performance, which is, you know, he goes from being this like, he's like super playful and like, you know, kind of impish mm -hmm. about the fact that he's going to murder all his children right. using I'm this such stuff. A yeah, the, exactly. The whole time he's like, oh no, <laughs> it's fun. You'll never believe how he did it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's like then, a practical joke. But then there's that scene at the end where he's talking to Chalice. And he gets like really serious and he's like explaining the origins of halloween and what it means to him and you know you just let your kids go out and trick or treat you know blah right. blah blah and then it ends with this very that scene ends with this very like deathly serious almost threatening happy halloween like it's like his <laughs> the way he looks at tom atkins in that scene and says happy halloween is like oh no there's nothing fun about this like <laughs> this whole thing has just been some bullshit act and i I like that, and it, I, I think it also works hand in hand with the whole fact that Tom Atkins' character really is just this kind of, you know, he's like just a an oaf, but like isn't super shitty about being a dumb oaf, you know? Like he's not, he's not super toxically masculine, but he is like fucking every woman. <laughs> yeah, but he also isn't like aggressive or weird about it. But he also isn't a hero. Like he's not doing anything super proactive he's, here. He's very sluggish. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. He just kind of like got thrown into this bullshit. And every now and then he gets loud and insistent about his place in it, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like. They'll go get on the phone and be like, I don't understand what the hell is going on here. And it's like, 
you haven't the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why did he? I guess because he just wanted to have sex with that guy's What's daughter. Bone, Why did man? he do any of this? Because he's just at a bar getting drunk and she comes in. Well, I think it is partly he does have this, like, he's 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 kind and compassionate in a way where he wants to help, but he doesn't have any capacity but for he actually helping. But he wants to fuck. Yeah. But he also wants to fuck. I feel yeah, like I it's if he sees something he can fuck. He's gonna go. Yeah, for he's like, like feel, hey, let's I get a motel like, room and hang out for a few days. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he, like the dead guy at the beginning, he probably had sex with his caved-in face. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, it's like, well, it's something I can fuck. It's gonna go to waste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anybody want? Fu- anybody else want? They're fuck just this? gonna no, throw just it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fireman's just gonna come and yeah. take it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that fireman. Yeah, oh, that, what a hero. A hero <laughs> I think that that's why I like, because all of these different things sort of subvert expectations or make it kind of unique. And yeah, it's often in a very messy, uh, amateurish way. Uh, and every now and then it does have these like high points where like, yeah, like the some of the effects work is great. Mm-hmm. The drill scene is is like tense yep. and, and, yeah. and well shot. The opening sequence has like some genuine suspense to it. Um, I like all of that stuff, and I like that it is kind of all over the place. And even if the ending makes fucking no sense whatsoever, there's still nope. something comic booky I like about that too. Where it's like, oh yeah, no, he just called, and they just got the president of TV on the phone. <laughs> yeah, like he. So many of the things that kept him alive in this movie were luck you know like the oh, yeah. mask on the camera and what i i do wish that it cut back to him after getting the mask on the camera just be like oh shit yeah <laughs> look at that nobody was around to yeah see that. he threw it like he expected it yeah to land right there it's like i do this all the time <laughs> i'm dr chalice yeah. it's a movie about both uh you know the harrowing uh, ordeal of confronting uh late capitalism and uh, about the the privilege of white mediocrity, like it's yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> the irrefutable link between immigration and child murder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, yes. what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Stonehenge. Uh, most of all, Stonehenge. <laughs> I really like how they set up the Stonehenge thing at the beginning with the network. with the news. Oh yeah, that was TV. part That's of why tight. I liked the yeah. first fifteen minutes because again, it was like. Okay, this, this man's yeah, yeah, this man's face has been crushed. This guy lit himself on fire, and I know Stonehenge is involved. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't just know why. Idle chit chat. Yeah. That's, that's there for a reason. That's the thing about this movie is I'll give it I'll give it points for really, really going for it. Yeah. Really this, packing <laughs> as much as it can in it. Yeah. Because they put a lot in this movie. They don't need Stonehenge. Yeah. Stonehenge does not need to be involved in yeah, this movie. Yeah, that could have just been like a little mechanical thing they figured out like yeah. hey we fi- but we, then think we discovered the frequency that turns children into bugs that's yeah. not going to bring back an age of magic like he wants that's true so, sure. or an age of witchcraft so yeah. we'd be missing out on that i mean why doesn't he just make a you know a, a, a witchcraft for beginners playset for kids <laughs> you know i mean he could it could be way more subtle, and he right. could just make a new generation of witchcraft. But it's like, no, we're gonna kill them. It's sac because it's look, it's sacrifice. You got to sacrifice some kids to the, yeah. the demon gods. And he said the first time it happened that the hills ran red with the <laughs> the blood of children and animals. So at least the animals aren't getting it this time. 
I think well, maybe he's going to squish those things. Well, you have obviously not seen frogs. the Silver Shamrock subsidiary Silver Shamrock for pets. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that would that would have been an interesting twist if there were a bunch of pet owners who dressed up their animals in Silver Shamrock. Silver, silver Shamrock mass. dog treats. Yeah. <laughs> they give your dog heartworm. <laughs> and fucking cricket legs. It's way sadder. <laughs> <laughs> so final thoughts on Halloween 3. Go see it mm. in theaters. At your local yeah. Cineplex, it's still playing. <laughs> and if you've already seen it, see it again. See it watch again it and again. again. I paid money to watch it last night. It's a. I'll, I'll give it that, that it is a ballsy yeah. film <laughs> I, for not, Halloween Part 3. I'm not going to stop anybody from watching it. Also, the cover's pretty If you want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. physically? You're not going to physically stop it? Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to... I will, we will mind. not restrain you from yeah. watching Halloween 3. Um, I just... I, I, I like that they tried and went yeah. in a different direction, and I wish they would have just kept trying that. Yeah. And I love the complicated mythology of the Michael Myers universe horror or Halloween franchise. Yeah. I do. I like... I gen, Even the ones that suck, there's things I like about them. But... I really do want to live in the universe where this worked, where yeah. this is what happened. And every 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 October, we got a new Halloween movie about a different... Yeah, that would have been great. It would have been a universe where humanity's standards were way lower, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, there'd well, be problems. There'd be, like, traffic, a lot more traffic accidents and, like, just, uh, like, <laughs> just generally just... You know, slower, maybe dumber people. I don't know. I think I think that it would have improved. I think that like they would have they got would have realized. Yeah, after Halloween three, they would have gone back and been like, "We got lucky with this working, so let's really make sure the next yeah. one." Right. And I feel like I mean I feel like we might have not be in the the rough patch we're in right now, uh, politically and culturally. With Trump, had yeah. We, you know, had yeah. we had a Halloween movie to yeah, Halloween three warn could, us of the danger. Could yeah. have you, saved the future. Yeah. Would you <laughs> Would you say that it could have stopped nine eleven? Uh, yes. Okay. I will. You know what? I'll go. Yeah. Why not? And you say, uh, without a doubt, a Halloween anthology series uh, would have stopped nine eleven from happening. Okay. Good. Because I was going to say not could have, would have, would have okay. absolutely, yeah. absolutely yeah. would have. Um, without question. <laughs> without question. <laughs> Look, the Halloween franchise is a multiverse, and I think that makes us richer. <laughs> All right. That's yeah. true. I definitely feel spiritually richer. <laughs> <laughs> As you should, because if you... It, I was going to try and... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do a whole thing where I talked about... Forget it. It's appropriate it's, for the film we're talking about. It's, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like made an attempt. <laughs> it like, actually, you see, it's I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> the here's, here's a snake. The Halloween three of bits. You wouldn't believe uh, what I was about to explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, thank you so much for uh, doing the show. Thanks uh, for having me. Where where can we find you? Do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that? Uh, I'm going to get a bunch of Molotov cocktails and mm. I'll burn that factory to the ground. Mm. Um, you can mm. find me on Twitter at Andy underscore sell, S-E-L-L, as in sell your novelty masks to the children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, the podcast Ghoul School, which will be premiering, premiering. soon on the sure. Unpops yeah. Network. Awesome. awesome. Um, we should probably plug, yeah, our, we should plug our Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> We have a Patreon, me and Tom. We do, uh, yeah. We have, uh, we have our own little podcast channel and a, and a Twitch channel. Yeah, streaming. It's uh, Gamefully Unemployed. The Patreon is 
Patreons. Patreon.com slash, uh, slash Gamefully Unemployed. So come there and support us and we'll... Give us money. Maybe we'll make a podcast about the history of spin doctors. Mm. I would check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Sounds like a good idea. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good idea. Sounds like the Halloween 3 of podcast ideas. Right? I like it. I can't wait to get started. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.